It's time for a Humans in Tune conversation with Darren on 93.9 Mike FM. Hey, Humans in Tune listeners, 93.9 Mike FM friends and family. Appreciate you tuning in. It is time for a Humans in Tune segment here at 93.9 Mike FM live on our Facebook page. Before we get started, I would encourage you to interact with us, engage in the comments. We're keeping an eye on those. If you've got any questions for our guest today, we'd love to have you throw those into the mix. Today in the studio, I am proud to welcome Callie Parker and Ashley Sweet from Community Partnership of Southeast Missouri, affectionately known as CPCMO. Uh, appreciate you guys being here today. Thanks for having us. You're very welcome. Um, we have kind of a, a big elephant in the room of something that's going on with you guys, but before we talk about anything, it is Hunger and Homelessness Awareness Week this week. Um, CPCMO obviously is in the action process of always trying to do something to lift people out of that cycle of poverty that's keeping them hungry or keeping them homeless. We'll talk more about that a little bit. Um, but one thing you guys have going on tomorrow that we really want to make people aware of uh, straight away is the Homeless Jesus Statue, which some people are like, that's an odd name. Really, it's not really, because it's literally a Homeless Jesus Statue. That's what it is. Um, now, you can get more details on it at CPCMO's website, but why don't you guys tell us a little bit about where you know, kind of where that came from and then what's happening tomorrow uh, in the community. Sure. Uh, thank you for having us. Mm -hmm. We're excited to be here. So the Homeless Jesus statue is really cool because it's all over the world. There are so many different places. It's at the Vatican, and now we're going to have one in Cape Girardeau. So we're pretty mm -hmm. excited about it. Uh, it is a life-size statue, and you don't realize it's Jesus until you get up on the statue because he's completely covered, and then you see the holes in his feet. So it's a conversation starter bring some awareness, make people think, get some attention, and realize that it, this happens anywhere. It's in your community. And so hopefully we'll, we'll get some more um, action and comments and donations and conversations. So tomorrow we're going to do the presentation and dedication. We're going to have hot chocolate and coffee. And hopefully a lot of our partners and community will be there to celebrate. Mm -hmm. And we also will have cool shirts. We brought one for Darren. Yes. Um, I don't have it on yet. And it Sorry. says, start seeing the homeless. Um, and so with, uh, with several different donation prices that you make, you there are a few things that you can get. And so one of them for $100, you can get a cool T-shirt that says, start seeing the homeless. Mm -hmm. And I think what's important, obviously, is that donation is going to further the efforts of what CPCMO is doing to help the homeless community. Yes. Um, you know, and you mentioned, yeah, these statues are in different locations around the world. And to have one here, again, it, it really does, without getting too preachy, it represents that thing of, you know, Jesus walked among us, right? Mm -hmm. So that could, you never know. You never know when, he, when Jesus will arrive. And so that kind of, rem, you know, puts that fervent reminder that everybody uh, could use our help and, and, you know, everybody's a good person. So that's tomorrow. That's at 1130, right? Yes. Okay, mm -hmm. so... Swing on out. CPCMO's at 40 South Sprig in Cape. Um, come by, park, celebrate this with them. I think it's going to be a very cool statue. The placement of it's happening at 1130. And then, um, you know, you're able, like she said, you can donate to kind of help the process of what they're doing. Um, and CPCMO's doing a lot. You guys are, are a busy place over there. Um, you got a lot of folks buzzing around, a lot of different programs going on, you know, Hunger and homelessness awareness. This is a great way, obviously, to get some awareness, and that's yes. kind of the you know position we're at about it. Um, you know, as we lead into CPCMO's work, what kind of things are you guys doing actively now to help with you know providing assistance in as far as homeless folks go and those in need? 
I have been in several different programs. That's why I asked Callie if she wanted me to talk because I've kind of helped out in a lot of different places where CPC most needed me. Um, but one of the biggest things that we do is is housing, and so with the ever since COVID, there is a very large grant that can help people, and it's called the Safer application, and it can help people get caught up on their rent and now even their mortgage. Wow and some utility bills. So it's huge. Um, so it's it's just a great program to help people stay housed and prevent them from ending up on the streets. A lot of those people have already been in that situation before and have worked really hard to get housed, so let's keep them there. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's a big part of it, too. You know, you want to get somebody out of living in their car to an apartment, then you want to, you know, hopefully, ideally, get from an apartment to a home. But yeah, there can still... Not everything's roses once you've had some assistance and gotten to that spot. So that's a great yes. way, like you said, for them to, to stay out of that cycle of poverty there. Um, we have a ton of other programs. Mm -hmm. We have so many. And the ones that, Kelly, I think would be great to talk about, um, we have Edge and Skill Up. And our newest program is PAVE. And I think that that's kind of her wheelhouse on, right. on sharing that knowledge. Yeah. Yeah, when I came into the organization, I was hired in to work with the PAVE program. So it's still a fairly new program. Mm -hmm. um, we started back in July, and it's preparing area veterans for employment. Right. So what we do is we work with homeless veterans. They, um, We can help hook them up with different organizations and stuff to help find housing we can we work a lot with the employment side of it so we have employment specialists that go out and help them find the jobs that they want we have an ojt program which is what i do mm -hmm. to find employers where these guys may have a problem getting their foot in the door at a certain job that they want to do i can go in and, and speak with the employer and we can do an ojt reimbursement kind of thing so on the job training and i can do wage reimbursement to help them get their foot in the door get that experience and training that they that they couldn't couldn't get before so it gives them an extra kind of booster shot extra well, boost you know and you and i talked uh, well, in the last week, is, is we're, this was a pertinent conversation because Friday, of course, was Veterans Day. And we we're yes. talking about, um, you know, my dad's a vet. We know vets. Uh, pride is a big thing for these guys. And sometimes they'll, you know, they want to do it themselves. Either they're fixers or, they, you know, they've still got that wherewithal to do it. So a lot of times it's hard for them to, you know, look for this assistance. So I think it's even more important that the work you're doing is really giving them a chance to succeed, uh, not feel pitied. Right. Um, just felt helped. I mean, just like, mm -hmm. you know, when they were in the military, their military brothers and sisters stepped up to help them. That's kind of what you guys are, are doing yeah. in this role. That's um, what we're attempting to do. Yeah. You know, I mean, they've veterans are very proud, mm -hmm. which they should be. Sure. I mean, they've put their lives in, on the line for us. Mm -hmm. I said, and it's it's our turn to step up and help them. Absolutely. And show them that they can come in and we can we can try as much as we can to yeah. do what they need to get them back on their feet. Well, and some of them, you know, these guys may have had uh, training in a specific field while they were in the military, maybe when they got out, mm -hmm. you know, or, or for whatever reason, that job wasn't available. They couldn't do that. They've got a skill set, but they've not been able to, like you said, get their foot in the door. Right. Or maybe they feel like, I'm just not good enough to go apply there. I'm too dirty to apply there. I'm too, you know, I got this going on. They feel a little self-deprecated. So you're kind of giving them that confidence to um, one of the things we talked, you and I talked about, and 
uh, is through that on-the-job training and that reimbursement program, how that puts them into place. Let's talk a little more about how that happens. And I know you, you had a success story we talked about. We're not going to get into names or anything like that. But in a nutshell, what you're doing is you're more or less negotiating with or talking to potential employers. Yes. Here's our program. If you're willing to do it, we can place somebody with you and kind of it goes from there. Ideally, you know, they build into it. They've got a career if that works out. Um, but at least they're giving them a shot. So kind of tell me a little bit more how that side of things worked and, and how that worked for you with that with that case. Well, we had a client that had came in, was referred over from the from the veterans clinic, and he was he had hit hard times after COVID. He had a construction background. He was willing to work. He just couldn't couldn't get his foot in the door anywhere. And I met with an employer and kind of talked to that employer about this veteran and he had been he's homeless he'd been living in his car and trying to get back up on his feet and this employer sat and spoke with me and we got the veteran down there for an interview the next day and they put him up in a hotel so he could do his training and stuff for the first week and then they put him out on the road and he has called a couple of times to check in and he's Happy as could be. He loves his right. job. Yay. And right. when he gets back in off the road, he has a place to stay now. Mm -hmm. They've helped with that. So a lot of times with with the OJT, the on-the-job training, I can do the wage reimbursement, but some employers like this one said, we don't need that. We just want your guy. Right. So we sent him down there, and, and he's a total success story now. So, that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. And that's, you know, to that end, I mean, that's a lot of the problems, guys, in uh, construction, in, you know, in manual labor type of positions right now. They're struggling finding employees. So he probably mm -hmm. that, hey, this is a great opportunity to get somebody who's mature that wants to work. That's kind of a rare fish these days to find Absolutely. just anywhere. Yeah. So, being able to facilitate that connection, and like you said, uh, you know, he's he's on the road, he's thriving in the position, and that's just one example. And mm -hmm. you know, through that PAVE program, through the EDGE program, through what you guys are doing, um, you're enabling people to succeed on their own. And yeah. At the end of the day, that's what we all hope, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I think one of the cool things, Darren, I was going to add mm -hmm. that we do is we're a lot of times like veterans that are older or people that are older in general. A lot of the job seeking now is online. Mm -hmm. And so that's one of the biggest things that we've run into with a lot of people that we meet is it's overwhelming. We're so used to for so long, you had this paper resume right. and you went in and you looked great. And now you might not even meet a real human until your fourth interview. Right. And so that's another thing to just help them with is, is hey, we can get online. We can mm -hmm. help you prepare for all those things. I think that's just another great thing. When people are proud and they've been doing it a certain way and it looks so different now that we can kind of help with that yeah. um, boundary. Yeah. And some of them, you know, maybe they are tech savvy. They just don't know the roads to navigate. Yeah. Where do I go to apply? So many different resources yeah. that people don't even know about. Yeah. And when you're getting into a construction trade or something like that, that, you know, there may be a need for, you know, testing, things like that, pre-employment checks, all that kind of stuff. You can help them navigate that as well, too. Mm -hmm. Um, and you mentioned a couple other programs, um, you know, that are more specific to what you're doing with the homeless and, and hunger and so forth as we're in that awareness week this week. Um, EDGE was one of them you mentioned. Want to talk a little bit about that? 
Edge is empowering, em- empowering dads. dads to gain employment. Right. Um, we work with, and it's not just for dads, mm-hmm. we work with single parents. So single moms, single dads that have child support cases. And we have employment specialists that help them with resumes and with finding jobs and getting them on their feet and helping them with any barriers that would keep them from being employed. Mm-hmm. We can help get them work clothes. We can help get a work boots and stuff like that just to help get rid of those barriers that yeah. they may have may have trouble affording certain things to be able to stay in the job that they're in mm-hmm. or to get the job that they want. So that helps with that and that helps them navigate their child support cases and stuff like that. And then we've got the Skill Up program which is for food stamp recipients if they want to go back to school to get certain kinds of training. If it's under a if a course that's under a year, then we can take care of that for them to help them get back into class mm-hmm. and help get the supplies that they need to take that class and kind of get them onto the career path that they're wanting to be on. Right. And the homelessness thing, I mean, it's we've got the neighbor hub down at, at the building right. that they've opened up and there's there's showers and washer dryers. To be, for them to be able to come in if they're homeless, they mm-hmm. can come in and do a load of laundry, get clean clothes, get cleaned up, get a snack, and just kind of have a place during the day to hang out to kind of get out of the weather. Yeah. Like yeah. today is well, just... Well, it's that time of year now. Yeah, yeah we today's dreary and last freezing. Week, the last thing so. we're thinking about is, oh, are these guys going to have coats for the winter? You yeah. Know? And now we're mm-hmm. like... Uh, All of a sudden, it's coat. winter. <laughs> <laughs> right. Smack! <laughs> Welcome to Southeast Missouri. Exactly. Yeah. I always try to try, uh, try to channel Calvin when we talk about the neighborhood. He always says it's a heating and cooling center. Is mm-hmm. how he yes. refers to it. Absolutely. And you don't have to be homeless to utilize the space. Um, a lot of low-income folks that don't have access to washer and dryers um, and don't feel safe at some of the laundry mats or don't have the change to do it, they can come do laundry. They can come shower. Mm-hmm. Um, they can grab something to eat or just maybe have a safe place to go because maybe they don't always feel safe at home. So if you're that somebody, that space is available for you. Yeah. You guys are kind of an oasis amidst the chaos that kind of runs Absolutely. under the surface of everything we see every day. I mean, there's a lot of people that are dealing with a lot of different issues and you guys are doing the best you can to address those across the board not just hunger not just homelessness but a lot of other great things so a bunch of good people over there doing good things uh it's very positive i encourage you go to cpcmo.org that's the website where you can learn more about all the programs that they've got going on um can't encourage you enough to support come out tomorrow for the the statue placement in that celebration uh dedicating the statue tomorrow at eleven thirty at their spot at 40 south spring and consider giving because, again, uh, they're in the trenches doing this local work. Your money's going to go to support giving those people a leg up, getting them dress pants so they can go for the interview, and, and boosting their confidence so that you know they can be just as happy and contributive as the rest of us are uh, in their day-to-day life. So do some good stuff. You guys are good humans. Thanks for coming in. Thank Thanks you. Callie and Ashley from CPCMO on another Humans in Tune segment. I appreciate you guys tuning in and checking it out. You can find all the Humans in Tune segments on our Facebook page in our video section or catch them on the podcast at 939 Mike FM or anywhere you listen to podcasts on the interwebs.
We'll be back with another Humans in Tune very soon. Thanks for tuning in. It's 93.9 Mike FM. Bye-bye. Thanks for catching this Humans in Tune conversation with 93.9 Mike FM. Find previous interviews on our Facebook page, or you can listen via our podcast at 93.9MikeFM.com.